0: Hi and welcome to the PhD Talk podcast. I am Eva, a civil engineering professor and blogger on the side.
1: And I'm Rico, a PhD student in civil engineering.
0: Join us on this podcast in which we discuss all topics related to PhD life, research mechanics, and lived experiences.
1: There will be interviews and discussions with guest researchers and PhD students. We hope you stick around with us on the PhD Talk podcast.
0: Hi, and welcome to the third episode of the PhD Talk podcast. Today, we are going to discuss uh, gift ideas for PhD students, uh, since it's the Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, and um, New Year's season. For those of you that celebrate any of these occasions, we wanted to discuss some good ideas for what you may want to ask your non-academic friends as something that that you would like to have or what you would like to give to your fellow PhD student friends. So with that, Rico, what type of gifts do you think would be helpful for a PhD student?
1: For me, there's basically two main categories of gifts that I'd be interested in. The first being gifts that help me with productivity or that help me with uh, my research. And then secondly, gifts that are as far away from that as possible, So something to relax or, you know, something that I'm interested in. And what about you, Eva? What what sort of gift do you like to receive or would you give to a PhD student?
0: Yeah, I think those two categories are great categories. And I think in addition to that, some things that could be useful are, of course, practical tools that one may need even more now during the pandemic.
1: Yeah, it's interesting times. So any gift that can sort of help us get through the, the pandemic as painlessly as possible, I think is much appreciated.
0: In terms of these uh, things for productivity, what particularly did you have in mind?
1: Yeah, so I made sort of a little uh, wish list. And I hope the people that are buying me gifts this holiday season are are listening. The first thing that I've noticed that has really helped my productivity and really helped, especially during COVID times, is a drawing tablet. So I was sort of late onto the train with this. I prefer to use sort of a notebook, but because all the lectures and uh, all the grading now takes place online, it's really helpful to have an electronic drawing tablet that connects to your computer so that you can you know, make marks on papers or on uh, assignments. And also during tutorials, I can now sort of write out the problems by hand. I'm not sure if there is really something that can replace that during the pandemic that we're not allowed to be in person and using document cameras uh, in a lecture hall.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a a very useful tool. When I started teaching online, I was trying to use the Zoom whiteboard and just typing out formulas or trying to painstakingly draw from the touchpad of my laptop, uh, uh, whatever structure we're analyzing. And let's say that having a, a tablet has taken away a lot of headaches.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there's lo- there's lots of uh, of tablets available, you know, at, at a whole bunch of different price points. Besides the drawing tablet, what other productivity gifts uh, have you found useful, or you think would be useful for a student?
0: Well, I think besides the the ability to write uh, digitally, I think we still do a lot of sketching and thinking and drawing on paper. So anything related to that, whether that be uh, a nice notebook or a nice paper planner, nice pens, colored pens, pencils, uh, or washi tape or things like that, I think can help as well.
1: Yeah, you you mentioned colored pencils. I got that idea from you and... Uh... You know, it sounds sort of like a silly childish thing, but once you have colored pencils at your disposal, it makes drawing so much clearer. You know, you can use different colors for different things and it really helps clarify your notes, uh, whether that's for a class or for um, taking notes on a, on a research paper.
0: I use both colored pencils as well as ballpoint pens and colors. I don't use highlighters that much. If I want to highlight something with a colored pencil, I, I kind of like how that turns out.
1: Yeah, it looks a lot nicer than highlighters that bleed through the paper sometimes, and colored pencils is a a good alternative. Related to that, I recently discovered, well, there's different brand names, but the sort of generic term is a reusable notebook. I don't know if you've heard about these, Ava, but essentially they're paper notebooks that come with an app. And so you can take notes in these notebooks and then take a photo uh, using this app of the notebook page and it converts it to pdf and i think it even does some uh, some sort of uh, language recognition so you can then search your notes and at the end of all that these pages are easily erasable and so you erase the pages and you have a, a new notebook to start over again
0: that's a, a great idea yeah
1: yeah exactly i don't have you know i find it really interesting i haven't had a chance to use one but i think it's a very interesting idea
0: i've been trying to use less and been forced to use less paper at because if, if I have five different big notebooks with all my research calculations, and sometimes I print things out to mark up on uh, sketches and things like that. If I have to travel with all of that when I go to Delft, it's uh, pretty much my entire carry-on full of notebooks and, and printed out copies of paper. So I've, I've tried to reduce it, even though I still do a lot of fleshing out of ideas by writing by hand and sketching mostly. That idea would certainly help reduce the, the amount of, of paper I carry around sometimes.
1: Yeah, so that was sort of on the topic of productivity. Is there any others any other productivity related gifts that you have in mind?
0: One that already goes a little bit more into the practical tools, but that's also closely related to, to productivity items, is a set of noise-canceling headphones. It helps, especially now that we're working from home and there is uh, all the noise of whatever your neighbors are doing. Um, it, it helps to cancel that out, gives good quality if you like to listen to some music while working. And I, I also really like mine for traveling, to filter out the noise of the, the engine of the plane, even though we're not doing doing that much traveling at the moment
1: sort of get yourself prepared for uh, for all the traveling we're going to be doing once the pandemic is over yeah that's a great idea and i know you have quite an eclectic taste in music i follow your twitter account obviously and uh, you posted recently about uh i think it's pop metal what's the what's the the genre of music
0: oh yes uh- it's a mashup of future pop and metal
1: future pop and metal yeah i love your taste in music
0: Mm -hmm. it's uh it doesn't fit into the category of good taste but sometimes it's nice
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. related to your noise cancelling headphones is the the wireless headphones they've gotten a lot better obviously everybody's heard of the apple airpods but there's alternatives that are first of all cheaper and also very good um, and I know I, I have wireless headphones, and when I try and get out of the house and go for a walk, it's uh, it's useful to not have a cord to tangle around and get stuck in in my jacket zipper.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I I also have, and they're not the Apple AirPods. What I have is of the Jabra brand, and I really I like having them for running or going for for walk, listening to something. They and, and they also have decent quality as well for calls. So I think another technical tool that fits in this category would be a USB video camera or along the same lines, one of these how do you call them, the ones that that capture sound if you are meeting with a number of people that you can take to the meeting room and it, and it captures the sound of the people that sit around it on 360 degrees, even though right now we're not doing in-person meetings anymore. But I've noticed that if I'm here in Ecuador and I have a meeting with my colleagues in the Netherlands, if they put this tower that captures the sound from all around, that really helps me to hear everybody, even though they may be just connecting with one device. And along the same lines, now more pandemic proof, a USB video camera, if you are doing a lot of Zoom calls and you're working on a desktop, then certainly a good USB video camera could help. And perhaps along the same lines, I've heard from some people that they get uh, the green screen to put behind them to be able to, to put a Zoom background.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've noticed that um, my webcam and the webcams of people that I tend to Zoom with or video call with, their faces end up being in shadow. I know I often will turn on my desk lamp to sort of eliminate the shadows on my face because or else it looks very ominous if I have, you know, big shadows under my eyes. So I think uh, if one of those USB video cameras, they make them now with lights to illuminate your face. And similar to that, like a nice desk lamp is also uh, very useful. Sometimes you don't want all the lights on. So when you're working and then... For video calls, you turn on the desk lamp and it illuminates your face.
0: I think along the same lines in more the furniture category, if we go from the lamp, um, one thing that can be useful as well uh, in category of practical gifts would be a good chair. I think a lot of us have been working on whatever chair is at the dining room table. And I did hear from a number of people complaints regarding back pain, etc. have gone up a lot in these months of working from home. I myself have been sitting all this time on what I use and what I've been having at home, which is uh, one of these exercise balls that sits in the frame of a chair. So I can bounce, but it also has the wheels around under it. So I can actually move uh, with it as well. And uh, I I quite like sitting on my ball.
1: Well, you know what? I'm very fidgety. And so I should get myself one of those. I feel like it would sort of alleviate some of my nervous ticks. you know?
0: Oh, yes. You can bounce as much as you want.
1: It must be a pretty good workout. You know, everybody talks about it being a core workout, those exercise balls.
0: Well, since this one sits in a a frame underneath are are the little uh, wheels. So it doesn't require that much app work to remain stable but still if you start to bounce or move around to remain upright you do need to counterbalance with your midsection
1: Hmm. okay well that's a great idea i'm gonna have to look into those for myself
0: i think it stems from when i was a a child and then a teenager, it was really much in fashion to use these strange chairs. I, I remember I had in my room at in my parents' house, they gave me this chair where you sort of have to fold your knees and then you don't have anything against the back, but you fold your knees under and then sit up straight. So I kind of grew up with that. And then when I went to university, they gave me one of these that's also just uh, on the bottom is like the tire of a a car. And then the, how do you say it, like a stool also without a back. So I'm really not used to leaning against the back of a chair. So for me, the the exercise bowl thing works very well.
1: So you have an eclectic taste in chairs, I see. (laughs) <laughs> yes. I've heard of those chairs that you're talking about at your you know when you were a kid. They're very bizarre when you see them.
0: Yeah, I grew up sitting on one of those and I would say the only drawback of those is that like you can change all the heights and everything, but it does require you to fold your knees under. And I like, if I sit, I like to be moving my legs. So I remember I would take out one leg, pretzel it under myself, have the other one in the correct position and do all kind of alternate positions on that thing. So I think with the exercise ball, I have more the, the ability to move my legs while seated as much <laughs> <Sure>. as possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can fidget freely. Yeah. All right. So I have a couple more little productivity related ideas here, and then we can move on to some more fun stuff not that productivity isn't fun but we all need to step away from work once in a while the first and this is something that really helped me um focus and you know concentrate my attention is and it's silly but a good water bottle i find that if i'm not hydrated i'm not i have a hard time concentrating and i'm not as um, i'm not as with it so to speak anything at around a liter is is a good amount of water to have at your desk with you Another technique that I know or another tool to use with the technique, uh, and I know Ava applies this to her own work, is um, it's what's called the Pomodoro technique. And it's sort of this method where you work 20 minutes, then you take five minute break, and then another 20 minutes and a five minute break, etc. And then after a certain number of these, you take a longer break. And they make actual timers that make this easier. Of course, the technique is based off of those tomato timers that everybody's mother seems to have in their kitchen. And so now they make fancier ones that are, they look nice as desk art and also help you with your productivity potentially. So maybe that's a good idea for the PhD student in your life.
0: Yeah, that would make a a nice decoration as well. And a a nice reminder to focus when necessary. I think in the same category of productivity or work related things. I also had a laser pointer for when you have to give a presentation. Of course, now a little bit less relevant if you're presenting at distance. But if you go somewhere, it it may be nice to have your pointer and travel related as well. I had a sturdy suitcase or carry on bag as well as uh, conference clothes. And I put the carry-on bag there in particular because at some point during my PhD, my mom actually gave me a really nice and sturdy carry-on, which I still use and still going strong. And it's it's been very helpful to have it.
1: It'll also help you to think about better times when travel was allowed and we could actually go to these conferences and travel for leisure as well.
0: Mm -hmm. And it may be on discount at the moment because less people need them now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, help out the suitcase manufacturers.
0: Let's get into some of the more fun presents. So in the leisure category, things to relax, what is on your wish list?
1: For myself, my fiance and I lately, for the past couple of years, have been uh, giving each other subscription box subscriptions, I guess. I'm not sure how to say that. But there's all these sorts of monthly boxes that cater to all kinds of different interests. There's ones for clothes. There's ones for uh, beauty products, all kinds of things. So I'm sure everybody has interest outside of their research. And I guarantee you there's a subscription box for whatever interest you have.
0: And that's a a gift that gets stretched out throughout the year, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's nice. Every month there's a, you know, there's a sort of a a little reminder of uh, whatever relationship you have with the PhD student in your life or something.
0: I think on the same note of subscriptions, what I had on my list is either a newspaper or magazine subscription, which would be really analog or print magazine or print newspaper. And in the digital version of that, I had the Kobo Kindle subscription so that you can read digitally from a large number of books.
1: Some people get exhausted with reading, but in my mind, like the real academic reading and the reading for pleasure are totally separate, so... And the Audible subscriptions as well for, for audiobooks. I think audiobooks are, are a fantastic medium. I had a, a a little funny one. Well, it doesn't have to be funny. It depends on the fashion sense of the PhD student in question. But a tweed blazer, you know, like the, the classic tweed blazer for a professor with the, the leather elbow patches and, you know, you sort of dress up as a professor from the 1800s. I, I don't know a PhD student that wouldn't like one of those, ironically or or not.
0: Mm-hmm. It certainly is timeless.
1: The image that comes to my mind is Indiana Jones's dad. For some reason, that's the image I have in my head.
0: Actually, my father always wore tweed jackets with elbow patches, and he was not a professor. But I did grow up seeing them a lot.
1: <laughs> Do you own any any uh, tweed blazers, Eva? Uh,
0: I. No, but that's more because it's not really cold here in Ecuador. I do have a few blazers, but they are in lighter fabrics.
1: I know here it's, it's getting pretty cold, so something to keep you warm and, and look fashionable as well.
0: Anything else that you have on your wish list?
1: I guess this is in the category of uh, leisure as well as, uh, as productivity, <laughs> but coffee and tea. Some sort of fancy coffee or tea, depending on, on what the person in question drinks. And to go along with that, maybe a nice mug.
0: I think maybe along the same lines, we can add a good coffee maker, which could be either something like a French press or a, a little espresso. Um, how do you call the ones that you put on the stove?
1: Yeah, or a mocha pot.
0: Yeah, and actually in my university office until recently, I had this coffee machine that looked like a tiny espresso machine, even had the the little thing for steaming milk on the side. The same one as you would see in a cafe, but smaller size, it would just brew one or maximum two cups. That one actually made really good coffee, but at some point I, I exhausted it. I think one of the last things that I had here on the list is a voucher for anything that would be either a weekend away, um, where you have these vouchers that you can then use for hotel stay, maybe a little less pandemic proof as well at the moment, or anything that would be an entrance to a museum or a concert or a theater at the moment, perhaps also less pandemic proof tickets to digital theater or theater sessions that get streamed to the comfort of your house so that may be as well something nice to relax with
1: similar to that is um, depending on which city you're in and the, and the restrictions in place a lot of uh, museums and uh, you know galleries are, are still open during this pandemic it's a great opportunity to go visit these places if you're able to it's sort of something that everybody wants to do you know you always want to visit the museum in your city but you never you know you'd rather go to go to a restaurant or a bar with your friends but now's a great time to cross that off your list and see some great uh, art or some great exhibits at the same time
0: mm-hmm. Perhaps now that we're working from home more and or all the time, most of us. Being able to get out at ten AM or two PM on a Wednesday or a Tuesday just because you're taking a break is not something that would have occurred while you're in the lab or on your workplace, but with the flexibility that has come with working from home, it's something that potentially you could do.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everybody's sort of on a more flexible schedule, or at least a lot of us are.
0: I think one last thing then that comes to my mind for making your workspace, whether that's your university office or your workspace that you now have at home a little bit nicer. Could be pilot plans or anything that is a poster, a large poster. Those could be nice additions for the office of a PhD student and or nook within the bedroom from which you're working.
1: I think it's nice to have something that's a task to do that's easy to to take care of. So you know, watering your plants is something nice to maybe to help you get out of bed in the morning and an easy task to accomplish. We have now a, a, a real Christmas tree in our in our apartment, and uh, I know getting up to water that feels like uh, you know a nice start to the day.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I actually now during the pandemic started a, a tiny potted plant garden on, on the roof of my building and whenever my daughter gets home the first thing that we go do is check on the plants and water them and I actually saw that today the strawberry is ready so she's going to eat the strawberry when she gets home
1: oh that's fantastic
0: yes yeah, and I typically don't keep plants in the house because my cat doesn't tolerate them. He just will chew on, on them until they die. So I, I had given up on plants, but now I, have them, I keep them on the roof of the building. So he doesn't get to that place. <laughs> One last recommendation as a gift for a PhD student could be anything that is books related to the PhD life or books for academic success. And in the category of shameless self-promotion, I'm going to add here a recommendation for my own book, the HSD of the PhD trajectory, which is uh, published under the Springer textbooks in education. Uh, so that's maybe something you may want to give to a struggling PhD student, or a PhD student that's not struggling.
1: Yeah, I can vouch for for that as being an excellent gift for the PhD student in your life.
0: All right. Thank you for listening. This has been the third episode of the PhD Talk podcast, and we have discussed some nice ideas for the PhD students and other academics in your life for giving for the holiday season. Thank you. And I hope you will join us next week.